0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Spiral Out Podcast. I am your host, Chris West. On today's episode, we have the very fun, the very entertaining, the very talented Travis Lampy. This was probably one of the funnest episodes that I have recorded. I was very impressed by Travis, uh, just as an all-around human being, an artist. A working man he was hilarious he was very kind to me super fun episode i'm really excited to have him on stay tuned for that but before that the podcast is expanding soon we will have uh youtube videos there will be a patreon for special stuff a store uh where you released a fun little print for people uh if you're interested in that expansion 2023 And uh, please be patient. Uh, I do all of this by myself. Uh, Finding the people to be on the podcast, editing, website building, anything that has to do with this podcast, I do alone uh, about 99%. But nonetheless, I hope you enjoy this episode. It was extremely exciting to have Travis on. He's a great artist, very, very talented, and very, very funny, witty all of those great things um enjoy spiral out hello everyone and welcome to spiral out podcast I'm your host Chris West and on today's show we have Travis lampy
1: how's it going right <laughs> thanks for having me <laughs> am I supposed to say something
0: no ah uh, whatever's natural uh Travis has done... Tons and tons of art, but uh, sp- specifically related to kind of what we talk about on the show, you've done. You did the tool poster for Colorado, right? Mm-hmm. And Colorado Springs, yeah, yeah. And then you ha- also did a Pusifer poster back in 2016.
1: I did, yeah. That's right. That was um, a while back.
0: Yeah. Uh, just right off the bat, first question I have is: Can you think of a big difference between doing the Pusifer poster? And doing the tool poster, like situationally, how were they different?
1: Um, I mean, there was there is a big difference. The the Pusifer poster I did uh, more as line art and kind of layers, as if I was going to screen print it. Um, I'm not sure why I made that choice at the time, but um, that was I was doing some other posters too. I did did some for Primus and um, seen those i uh for some reason at that time that's just how i was doing the posters i got in my mind that i needed to keep them simple um but then when it came to to the tool poster um i don't know i think they were looking for my painterly style anyway and that people prefer that for me i think i've done a you know in a lot of shows I, i i mostly what i do is acrylic painting like in the tool poster sure um But I I will always experiment with, you know, some more like silk screeny type techniques or gouache or something like that. And, you know, people like that all right, but I don't think it's what they're – I don't think it's what they want from me.
0: From you specifically. uh, Yeah. Because we do talk to a lot of – you know, I've I've talked to a lot of the tool artists and they seem – not all of them, but they seem to be more – this is going to sound mean, but I don't mean it that way – painters and like fine artists and, and such. And then when you get into like Pusifer and Primus stuff, it's, it's a lot of poster artists. They do that for a living. Um, yeah, you don't, you don't do that for a living. I mean, I mean you have oh. no, but you're, you don't like go through each of the like 30 bands and make a poster for each one of them, you know?
1: No, no. I've only done a few really. It's, um, it's mainly, those actually i think that's it i think we listed them all already
0: i think the the, the primus one i think and the tool one yeah that's all i could find yeah (laughs) yeah um first of all did you draw it for tool or was it already a painting of yours
1: no 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 I, i i did it specifically for them um although it's funny because uh and I feel like they kind of branched out a little bit on this last
0: tour oh, sure. with the of
1: art. Yeah. That they, that they put on their posters, which I don't get me wrong. I love, I loved the posters they've done in the past. Um, but it was refreshing and pretty cool to see like, you know, this kind of new um, styles, you know, co- coming up on the posters. And I got to say when I, when, the, when they asked me to do it, I, I, um, I was a little nervous because I didn't know at that time who else was going to be doing it, you know, uh, Camille did one um uh, there were uh, oh who else um
0: Alex Kuno, which I think you mean
1: yeah know. Uh, yes, um, and um there's one there's a ton i've got a I've got a block with names, so i'll I'll, I'll think of it later and I'll yell it out. But anyways, but it was very diverse and very, and a kind of a different style, but I didn't know that yet. And I, I was kind of nervous cause I thought, well, my stuff, it just doesn't, doesn't look like what they normally do, you know, like, what am I going to do? <laughs> and then I, I finally just decided I'm just going to do what I, what I do. um, Cause I, I do have a, there is kind of a dark
0: oh, for sure, uh, 100%. Of a,
1: undercurrent to my work, even though on the surface it's kind of. 1930s, you know, cartoony style mixed with Dr. Seuss.
0: Right, I hear Um, the. I hear Steamboat Willie a lot. Uh, Oh yeah. Or yeah, I actually have this written down. Question: How often do you hear your art described with the word whimsy? I
1: do, I do get the, I do hear that. Yeah, you see it written a lot, and then it's funny you mentioned Steamboat Willie because I had a. Near religious experience when I was a kid. They used to have uh, matinees at the theater back in those days. This is like one million years ago.
0: Well, you you don't look a day over like thirty five.
1: I know I look great, um, but I'm very old. I'm so so very old. I don't believe. Uh, I but I but yeah I um I I you know I grew back up in ancient times and and was at a matinee you know just kids like on a Tuesday or something in the summer and they played a Steamboat Willie cartoon and it it really even at the time it felt like I was having some kind of an out-of-body experience or like that may be exaggerating but it's like I found something you know that that I just keyed in on that and um, then later on when I started doing art uh, I kind of naturally just gravitated towards that kind of a
0: do you know what kind of Do you know? Was it a specific scene, or like was it just the tone? Oh, just
1: the whole thing. Like just the whole thing. And I remember at the time complaining uh, to my well, or or like voicing the opinion to my parents and uh, my my brother and stuff that it kind of made me not like the new at the time Mickey Mouse stuff because I liked, I, I didn't understand why they would have such a a great style with this Steamboat Willie and then abandon that for like the 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 style that they did in like the sixties and seventies and yeah. you know and it you know it it evolved over time sure. obviously. I mean that's I, inevitable.
0: I can't even watch anything like that nowadays. It's too digitally uh you know reproduced oh yeah and uh but no I'm just I'm now I'm like super curious about why you you had this uh Moment, I guess, with Steamboat Willie, and I, maybe it's I not something know. you can actually explain, but it's it's just very interesting to me.
1: I think it had to do with the uh, the music partly, you know, uh, and uh, well, the rubber, the rubbery arms and legs. Like I just thought that was so funny, huh. and it's very graphic because it was all black and yeah. white, right? And um, uh, uh, the music. Throughout the entire uh, cartoon, you know, every all, all the characters like are like bouncing up and down to the music the whole time, and it—I don't know—it's just something just funny, and I don't—I can't put my finger on it. No what worries. it is exactly? An aesthetic. And, maybe, and maybe you
0: shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, don't examine it too closely. Right. All—all all you know is now—you uh, do paintings where you hate elbows and knees. Uh.
1: <laughs> I do. I never. You almost. Well, I've probably painted three elbows total over my career.
0: I've looked for them. I couldn't find them. <laughs> uh, back to the back to the tool poster. Um, so I'm guessing Adam Jones contacts you, right? Uh, yes that's and right you you mentioned uh, Camille Rose Garcia, who's on the show. Great, nice lady. Yeah. Um, do you guys all have a pass because she 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 somehow knew him from school. Um, I'm wondering if you were also in that school group.
1: I, I think I met them both on the same night. Uh, this was many years ago now, but, um, Corey Helford gallery was having a big artist get together before one of their big openings. And, uh, I got invited to that and I, it was crazy. It was a crazy night because, um, Camille was like a hero of mine. Uh, You know, she has kind of a, you know, she, in her past, she's done some, some very kind of uh, black and white, old cartoony feeling stuff. And I think that's what she was doing at the time. And uh, um, I just, I I love her stuff. And I met her that night and um, that was crazy. I think I met Adam that night too. I think he was there with, with corin fought his wife who um is also an artist yeah um there was like a million artists there and i met so many people and it was such a great experience um but i hung out with adam very briefly he's such a nice dude and um you know we've we've very sparsely stayed in contact over the years i guess and uh yeah he he sent me a, a message asking if I wanted to do it and it wasn't even a question, you know. You're like, yes, yes, I will.
0: <laughs> even if he
1: had been in some dumb band that I didn't care about, yeah, uh, I still
0: would it. Agreed. Um, <laughs> so, he tells you you got X amount of time to do this tool poster. Um, uh-huh. How do you attack it? Because again, doing research on you, uh, you, you know, Anybody listening? The Colorado Springs poster is uh, two trees, right? And they're mm-hmm. like grilling. Yep. Uh, they have um, I don't know what kind of facial expressions those are, but they kind of look scared, but also not like a little evil. But they're grilling hot dogs. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, and there's some fire. And one of them's
1: caught on fire.
0: That's right. One of them's on fire. Uh, yeah. There's some guys' legs, I think, in the background. Um, yeah. There's an axe with some blood. And some other trees yep. in the background. Um, just, I uh, guess, can you walk me through just conception, like idea, conception, uh, execution, and
1: yeah. all that? So, first of all, the trees, that's a kind of a recurring character, characters that I've been doing for a long time. I call um, them
0: species. So- it's like you got the same species of different. Uh,
1: yes. Yes exactly i like that um but yeah i've been doing those forever and um part of my thinking was i wanted to do something that i loved but and that i had a kind of established and that i knew other people liked um even though really i mean this is kind of a new audience for me in a way right like the this poster a tool poster so. it's there's i think there's it, it, it turns out there's some kind of a Venn diagram of my art and uh, tool fans, right? But I didn't know. I didn't know. I would love to see this. <laughs> well, it's in my mind. It's just a Venn diagram. In okay.
0: I'm like, do I have to draw this now or tattoos? Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> but I, um, but I wanted to do something that I, I kind of established already and that, that I knew people were were into. Um, so that's why the trees plus. As far as their expression goes, that's the only expression they can do. Um, but I I try to through, situationally make it mean different things. Um, but it's also up to up for interpretation. I'm I'm actually happy that you know you can't quite pinpoint what's going on there. I mean, one of them is on fire. So
0: yeah, one of them is he's, is on fire for sure. The uh, he's alarmed. The I guess I want to say the blue one. <laughs> the
1: blue, yeah, bluish, bluish
0: because there's a blue and a green guy um yeah so again how did you 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 wanted to do something that was definitely you uh something established but uh i don't want to say this one's darker than most of your art but it definitely seems a little on the darker side comparatively Uh, background i would say yeah
1: oh in terms of actual color yeah 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 well i wanted to do i did want. okay I was trying to stay back to when I was talking about i i I didn't know what other artists artists were going to be involved. Brandy Milne is another one uh friend of mine artist friend of mine who did another poster what um did they do um she did um it was like a clown okay, like, yeah, I know exactly. collar, kind of skull uh, face. Yep, yeah yep. um but um I didn't know that those people were involved, and so I didn't know. You know, um, what I should do exactly because my, you're right, I do a lot of stuff that's very colorful, like yellow backgrounds, bright, poppy, and all that. Um, I wanted to do something that I felt like could be associated with tool. Um, so I was like, okay, well, it should be something at night because at least that'll give it a little bit of creepiness, right? I wanted to have a single light source, which is why I did the, um, the fire because i wanted it to have kind of a creepy spooky and plus i just enjoy the challenge of that but i wanted i wanted a single light source so i could get kind of a creepy uh vibe going um plus i just was kind of into the challenge of that i usually just do kind of a generic uh three quarters light source um cuz i'm impatient and i just want to get paintings <laughs> knocked out you know it's like oh yeah i'll just do it. i'll just do it like this this is the way i always shade it but for this one i wanted to be very intentional about the light and um so that's why it's at night um
0: what else can i tell you about it um what about just idea in general why what, like so i i guess i'm just trying to get into your brain of like okay i i know i want to do these characters i know i want it to be at night and have yeah. a single, single source still. Cause again, I don't draw or paint at all. <laughs> so yeah. this podcast is kind of like exploratory for me of like sure. trying to learn and, and get into RS heads. And one of the things I'm so interested in is when does the, the image pop into your brain of like, okay, I know where I'm going to go. I know this
1: one. I did a lot of sketches
0: for, gotcha. uh,
1: cause I wanted to get it right. I, I, I'm often, when I'm doing art, I'm often very uh, spontaneous, I guess. I'll just kind of have an idea, a rough idea, and I'll just start painting. This one, I wanted to make sure, because it's got to fit a certain format, a certain size. I knew there was going to have to be type in there. Gotcha. You know, uh, uh, the, the, the the tool uh, graphic up top. I knew it was going to have to have stuff at the bottom, so I, I planned it out a little more. I planned it out more like... I would an illustration. Uh, I used to do like um, more like illustration, illustration back in the day. Do you have any um, of
0: those uh, original sketches? I do. Um, I would love to see those.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Hold on. Let me see. I
1: probably have them right here somewhere. Um, but it did take me a little while. It took me probably... I probably took a four, or five days, or a week to just sit with it, sketch some stuff out, then come back to it and make sure that it was really what I wanted to do.
0: You do you do a bunch of sketches, and you you finally get the one you you like, right? And then yep. and then you're like, all right, I'm going to now paint it.
1: Yes. So this might be an appropriate time to address the rumor. There was a rumor bouncing around. That this painting was based on a fire that happened in Colorado or near Colorado Springs back in—I don't know if you heard about
0: this. No, not at all. Uh,
1: <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> I was getting—I was getting DMs from a lot of people who like people who had managed to buy the poster, and you know, and just people who were curious. The
0: Great Colorado thought, like, Springs Fire of '94. Something <laughs> like that, yeah, or
1: like nineteen eighty or nineteen, or it would have been in two thousand one or two or something. I think it was the Hayden Fire, or the Haman Fire, something like that. Um, yeah, look it up. It was a big thing. It apparently, uh, one of the somebody in the Forest Service accidentally started it, and it ended up uh, causing crazy damage and lots of destruction of forests and all that and apparently somewhere out there the rumor got started that this is that's what this was about because the legs you see sticking in from the side that's one of my other characters it's um uh it's a woodsman character that i do okay and uh you will i mean you only see the legs in this one i guess but the axe that's his axe um and so people i think took those pieces put them together and thought that that's what i was painting and I did have, I do have relatives that live in Colorado Springs, and so this, it was a big deal when that fire happened. I remember, but the painting is not based on that. It just uh, was a creepy thing that I thought was
0: fun. Maybe it was some type of collective unconscious or something. Maybe uh, you never know, right? Uh, you never know. <laughs> um, how how long did it take you to actually paint it, and how big is the painting?
1: It's uh, poster size. I just went ahead and did it. Eight, uh, by, eight by 24. Nice. yeah.
0: Is it on canvas? I mean,
1: uh, no, nope, uh, I almost always paint on wood panel. So how does I that just work? like the, uh, it's just wood. You just prime it. Okay. Um, like you put a wall, right. Or with, with like with, with primer. And then you, um, then you, uh, it's just a different painting surface, right? The canvas has got to give to it. Sure. Um, it also has a, great texture that that kind of takes your paint in a different way but i prefer the kind of solid smooth surface of a wood panel um uh, for whatever reason
0: um do you like buy I'm them sure. at michaels or like uh,
1: uh i get them from i get mine from
0: blick yeah okay. um but um
1: you probably could buy them I'm at just, michaels
0: i again i'm i'm also learning about different canvases and stuff too so uh yeah i've heard people they have say different it, grades of them I hear people say like, oh, I paint on wood. And I'm less like, okay, do you just find a piece of wood? And you're like, I'm going to paint this now. <laughs> uh, I mean, but
1: some people probably do that. Yeah. And some people build their own too. I don't. I'm too lazy. I'm I'm inherently lazy. So, Me too. Uh, which is why I normally don't plan paintings quite so tightly as I did this one. But um, but yeah, I just buy them from, from Blick. And then, uh, so that was 18 by 24. I don't know if you know this, but you always want to, obviously I think for something like that's going to be printed, you always want to paint it bigger, the same size or bigger than what the output is going to be. Because otherwise you degrade the definition and stuff degrades. Exactly. So
0: I think it's kind of sketchy even doing it 18 by 24, right? Uh, You're like, Oh, maybe I'm a millimeter off or something.
1: Oh no, there's a little bit of, you know, because because the stuff I paint is very organic and kind of loose anyway. Uh-huh. That um, you know, it's very uh, uh, wobbly and and there's lines going all over the place. So it's I knew there, there's there's as long as you make sure there's enough room for the graphic elements that are going to have to go on there later. Um, you know, it's
0: not that hard. Um, why the hot dog? <laughs>
1: Oh, I painted that. I did that at the last minute. I didn't. Okay. So here's something <laughs> I didn't know for sure it was going to be a hot dog. I think until, uh, I had already gotten going. Sure. There were some elements of it that I was like, okay, I know I want it to be the trees. I know I want them to be on fire. I know the woodsman's going to be dead. Like they, you know, mugged him and took his, hot that's dog. what it ended up being. <laughs> they mugged him, took his hot dog on a stick and we're, roasting it when one of them caught on fire. So, um, there, these particular trees are evil. Sure. Uh, you could say sometimes in my painting, it's ambiguous. Sometimes the woodsman's the evil one and okay. the trees are the good guys. Sometimes I flip it, but I'm never usually, Except, I guess I just did.
0: I never usually reveal. <laughs> you want to that out? <laughs>
1: no, you don't have to.
0: Um, <laughs> first of all, I really like it. Um, Oh, it's really cool. I, I'm sure you've heard a bunch of rumors and statements now about it. Um, I, the number one being when I talked about this online, um, the wavy, you know, car salesman, uh, floppy air guys. Yeah. I'm sure you get that yeah. a lot. That must sure. be, yep. that, must, that must be, uh, I would, uh, is it annoying?
1: No. No. Uh, What are those guys called? Windsock man.
0: Yeah, wavy inflatable uh, guys. Um, They're
1: very much like that. And you know what? I should, for my
0: next show, I should make one. I should make a windsock tree. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it. Like an actual one or like you're going to paint one?
1: No, like an actual one.
0: Yeah, because you make toys and stuff. uh, I do. Like the 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 drops the drips
1: uh, yeah the dri- drips yeah my tear drips.
0: and you have a bunch of cool I don't I don't like to say this word because it sounds uh, it doesn't sound substantial because your stuff is substantial but you make a lot of knickknacks oh yeah I mean I like the word knickknacks
1: um, yeah I make a lot of stuff like that I mean uh, I've actually got stuff in the works right now new toys and stuff um, that it's amazing how long that process can take. Sometimes it happens right away. I've done plush plushes and stuff that got turned around in a matter of months. Um sometimes when you're when you're partnering up with another artist and like it's sort of their toy base, but you're doing like a, a version of it. Um like like uh I can show you an example of that. Theodoru makes these base characters. Okay. They asked me to do an artist, my artist version of it. And so I customized it by adding the nose. That's kind of my signature nose. And then the ears, uh, the thin ears are from another character I do called Chauncey. If
0: you can see that. Yeah, I definitely can see it. Well, uh... but,
1: but that kind of stuff turns around pretty quick usually. Uh, but then, you know, I've got a couple of, a couple of toy projects that are in the works right now that have been going on for years now. So...
0: So who? This may be a, a a rude question. I don't mean it to be. Um Who buys these toys? Like, are they uh, good like, question, Chris? <laughs> who are these people? <laughs> are these people like? Because it doesn't feel like they're geared towards kids, right? So yeah, is, no, no, no. Is it's it adults? Is it fun? Is, is it fans of yours? Do you think it's like other collectors for like tool like for example tool pushers? And you know, I'll we'll get into this. I'm sure you've experienced it now, but they're nuts. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, they go. Yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. everything tool comes out with goes in seconds. So, I yeah. mean, there's that. I can see the reason for that, you know, tool, yada, yada, different artists. It's all cool. It all meshes. Doesn't matter what's put out. There's some something behind it, it seems. And it's gone immediately. The toys. Yeah. Looking through your Instagram and stuff. I'm like, these are super cool. Who's buying them? <laughs> like I don't. Yeah, think- it's um.
1: I, I think it partly it is. You're right. It is just it's, it's fans. But then there's also people who are just into designer toys, right? Like okay. that's their thing. You know what I mean? So, uh, so I've never
0: I, heard that I, term I, before. Yeah. Designer yeah. No, toys.
1: that's kind of how I got started in in all of this. Kind of was it? That was like my second show ever. Was at Rotofugi here in Chicago. Oh. Um, and they are a designer toy store um, and they've got, uh, you know, it, it's, it's stuff you put on a shelf. Like I've got sure. a shelf just to my right here that's full of toys I've collected over the years gotcha. uh, from other artists.
0: Um, and again, I didn't mean that you know. in a rude way. <laughs> like I, I'm, oh, no. ge- I mean, I'm genuinely I didn't... curious because I, because again, before hearing the term you just use designer toys, I'm like, I I felt it somewhere like it must be something I don't quite have the word for, but uh, that makes perfect sense.
1: No, it's true, though, but it's the same thing with it's the same thing with the posters. Right. I didn't realize there was such a crazy trade around these posters. It's insane. And I did my best when I when I put them up to, um, you know, I, I limited it to one per person and all that to try to. Make sure that like real fans were actually getting it, and you know, and I kept the price lower than I needed to just because I wanted like actual people to be able to get a hold of them.
0: That was um, a that, that was a big question, man. Sorry, go. Ahead. I'll I'll let you finish.
1: <laughs> oh no no! I was just gonna say that they they were gone in eight seconds. Yeah, literally eight seconds.
0: Cause you I were, shocked. I remember when yours dropped, and I think you were one of the first ones, um, and everybody was so shocked online. By how cheap they were, comparatively, yeah. and people who were like, "Should we? Should we message him and tell him not to do this?" <laughs> um, no,
1: you know what? I knew, I knew I could charge more, but the thing is, how do I put this? I love money. Money love, is
0: great. I love money,
1: <laughs> but I don't need money. I don't need more money enough to to, to feel like I'm. Screwing people over, right? Or I, I don't know. How how do I how do I put this? Let me. I wanted I ahead. wanted people who maybe didn't have. This is ridiculous. I'm a horrible business person. <laughs> I wanted people who maybe weren't like just rich people or uh or or scalpers or whatever to be able to get their hands on these. And um, you know, at the end of the day, I consider it a success. Like whatever I made off of the posters was um fine by me. So. I could have maximized it. I could have probably doubled the price easily. Way more. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, But I didn't, I don't know. I just wasn't.
0: I like I it. I get it. You know, because that, that was, that was from, from when I heard about your drop, you know, because um, I've never talked to you before or anything. I was very curious because I have talked to probably 10 or so different poster artists. And again, everybody has a different situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and yeah. That, that's one of the cool things about what Adam's doing, um, plucking some of these artists that may not be as successful as you, or may not have as many things going on as somebody else. But um, you know, if
1: or it, you, it may just be that posters are their thing. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like that one of their main sources of income, or or this whatever, is whatever. This is their
0: shot. You know what I'm saying? This was their first you know, big shot. There were a couple of them that I talked to, um, where they literally haven't done anything professionally other than post online. And, you know, they got a tool poster and they're like, I made $50,000, yeah. you know, uh, and, and I'm so happy for those. Exactly. People you know. Exactly. Great. And I, and I respect what you were saying as well. You know, you didn't, you didn't necessarily have to do that, you know, which is, yeah, you know, cool in its own right. So thank you. <laughs> Or, or thank you from on behalf of the people that got them in the eight seconds.
1: <laughs> you All of you are very
0: welcome. <laughs> um, did you doodle any of them? Like, did you... Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, um, There were... I think I charged a very small amount uh, to have... What's the term for that? I remark? learned it on the remark. To remark them. I didn't know that before. I'd never <laughs> heard that term before. And people were like, can you remark these? I'm like, I maybe can if I look that up in a dictionary. I'm not sure what that means.
0: You want to hear something really funny? Um, yeah. I was talking when I did the interview with Camille. Um, she called it remarques, and I was like, "Wait, have I been saying it wrong the whole time?" It's like, and I feel like she would know. <laughs> uh, you,
1: so he was right. He's right.
0: I have no idea. I'm not going to question her.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny is I I also until you said it I thought of it as remarque. Yeah. Because it's spelled the French way, exactly. But I was—I don't know how people here say it. So,
0: I mean, the yeah. average person online uh, says remarks, but remark. uh, you know, again, somebody like uh, Camille, I believe she has the knowledge and history to be able to say it correctly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. if I had to guess, it's remark A's. Yeah. All right. Now we know. Right. Um, did you have a name for this poster?
1: No, no, it's the, it's the, um, Oh, there is a name for it. Yes. Sorry. Um, that was a total lie because part of, okay. When the call came in to do the poster, I had just started working on painting for a show that I just had a couple of weeks ago at Corey Helford gallery.
0: Was that the, no, uh, no, something, sorry. I'm,
1: Oh, all signs point to no. Yes, yes. That, that I was. I just started painting for that show, and I I have a day job, right? I'm not full time artist all the time, so I paint from like five in the morning till nine, and then I work, you know, and then I also paint on the weekend. So I knew that all of my all of my prep for that show was going to have to happen in the, in those time periods. And sometimes it gets so busy, real life gets so busy that I don't I don't can at all for a week. So I was worried. And so I said, well, one of the conditions of me doing the poster was that I would be able to hold on to the original artwork, um, which, which belongs to me anyway, but uh, I wanted to them to agree that I could put it in my show, uh, which I did. It was, it, it was in my show in that show uh, that opened, I think two weeks ago,
0: the sixth, right?
1: The sixth. Yeah. However many weeks ago that was.
0: No, little, 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 over, little on, over two weeks ago.
1: So yeah, I forget what your original question was, but yeah, that was too. the uh, oh the name of the poster. Oh oh, the name is Tool Tree Incident.
0: Tool Tree Incident. Uh, Tool
1: Tree Incident. I na- the name of the original is that, and I named it that after, long after it was finished, and when I was actually naming stuff for the show, I was going through images and titling them, which is something I usually do like last minute. And that, I wanted a tool in the title, even though in the original painting, the word tool is not on there, of course. Um, but I called it Tool Tree Incident.
0: Do you think the has ate the hot dog?
1: Oh, you know what? I think that whatever plans they had.
0: <laughs> Are getting canceled uh, out by yeah, the fire? That changed
1: after the fire, Correct. yeah. Right. I, after this, in my mind, the whole forest burns down.
0: Oh, wow. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, let's talk about, uh, your day job. You, you, um, are an art director, if I'm not mistaken.
1: I'm a creative director, uh, for an advertising agency. Yeah. Um, which is fun, you know, I I mean, it's a good job. It's, it's the only thing I'm qualified for other than just being a straight up artist. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do enjoy health insurance. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, I've got kids that I got to put through college and all that. So, um, a long time ago, uh, another artist friend said, "Eh, This actually sounds bad when I say it, but he didn't mean it in a bad way. He said, Don't quit your day job, (laughs) which I know is usually an insult, but what he meant was, What he meant was, it's okay to have a day job and do your art on the side. Um, Because, you know, I have nothing but admiration for people who are full-time artists. I love that. I wish I could do it. I'm not that person because, um, if I'm, I can only be productive when I'm not, uh, full of anxiety and not having any money because I'm only doing art, which you could, you know, and there's people who get there, but it's kind of a rock star. It's kind of a rock star, um,
0: uh, you need that stability.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I completely so, identify. I have a, you know, a corporate day job as well. Uh, I'm a corporate chef. Yeah, yeah I work 50 hours plus a week, and I try to do podcasting yeah. and cool shit on the side. And like you said, you you do the best you can with the the extra time that you have. Um,
1: and I look at it as a as a blessing, really, because uh, I there was a time when I was doing illustration full time. And I found that I did not enjoy that because after, after like 10 years of doing that, I realized like that's not what I want to do because I don't, I don't enjoy the sensation. I do like working against deadlines because sure. I do my best work that way, but I don't enjoy the sensation of the, the, the anxiety and pressure that comes with like, this is it. I got to keep, I have to be painting at all times. All the time. I found myself, I was in my basement like 24 hours a day, not socializing with people. And that's just not something I can really do and feel good. So
0: do you think that having a day job may keep what you do again? I, I, I you obviously sell art so that, so you're doing art professionally on both ends, but you have your, uh, corporate art, I guess you can say it. Comes and then you have yeah. your personal stuff. Do you think that because you have a, you know, corporate gig or whatever you want to call it, that you, now that your personal stuff is more of an outlet and it may be more enjoyable as, as opposed to just making it your full-time job and then, you know, doing the grind.
1: That I would switch like switch over to that.
0: No, no. I'm saying that it probably, I'm saying it probably benefits you that your per- Oh, like personal. it's like an outlet. Exactly, kinda. exactly. Um, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sure. it's not your full-time job, because it's not, there's not so much pressure on your personal art. You know what I'm saying? Like you just, yeah, you can
1: do absolutely. it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like a hobby. It's kind of like a hobby that I make some money from. And you're right? really,
0: really good at it, you know?
1: <laughs> oh, hey, thank you. Uh, but it it is, because, you know, I'm also, I'm also, okay. I'm not a, I'm not, I don't have the uh, constitutional fortitude to be a full-time artist. Like some people are, are, are so good at that, but I'm also not a corporate person. I, it's a great, it's a great job. I'm very grateful that there's something I can do that someone will actually pay me for. Um, but I get very tired of uh, politics and, you know, all of that garbage that, you know, we all deal with at jobs. Um, so it is great to have this other thing that's meaningful that people seem to care about that I can go do and send it out in the world and, and people respond to it and and like it. It's, that's very gratifying. I'm into it. I love it.
0: Awesome. <laughs> um, does it ever cross over? Like um...
1: It has before. Yeah. I did. Um, I did one time, do some characters for a, for an insurance commercial. I don't think they exist anymore. Did have floppy
0: arms and stuff? They did have floppy <laughs> arms.
1: did have floppy arms. And we, and I worked with a, an animator friend of mine, uh, Joey D and, and we kind of brought him to life. Um, it was just these little scenarios with people, um, you know, with these weird characters that i that I'd come up with, uh, that he animated. Um, so that was cool. Um, usually it doesn't So usually it stays pretty
0: separate. Yeah. What, uh, are you allowed to tell me what, uh, so finding information about you online was very difficult. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's on purpose. Fair enough. That's
1: on purpose because, uh, 10 years ago, if we'd have done this interview, I, I wouldn't have admitted that I had a day job. Right. Okay. So when I started, when I started, um, cause I, I don't want, I very intentionally have kept my other, my work stuff off of the internet. Uh, I mean, it's out there. Don't get me wrong, but like associating it directly with me because I, when I started my art stuff, I wanted to make sure that if people were searching for me, they would find my art stuff. Uh, That's what I wanted them to encounter. That's what I wanted my face on the the internet to be. And I also don't, Speaking of faces, I don't post pictures of myself on there very much either, yeah. which you may have noticed. Yes. <laughs> um, part of that is uh, paranoia. You know, like I don't put pictures of my kids up anywhere on social media Smart. or Smart. anything like that. Just because I think, I think it was partly because one of the first shows I had uh, was at Gallery 1988 in um, L.A. This was, was a long time ago. I that was, remember the I was the I was What's that? You said. You
0: yeah, that's the year I was born. <laughs> it,
1: was it was a good year.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, it's a it's a it's a great gallery, but um, it was one of my first shows I was doing there, and I'll never forget. I was, you know, I was there at the opening, and there were people coming in and asking about stuff, and oh, what's this about? And um, this guy comes up and he said, "Oh, this one over here. I wanted to talk to you about this." He's like, "This one is about how you feel insecure," and. You're looking for a way to express blah, blah, blah. And he went on and on and on. And I and I, I was kind of listening to him. And I was like, nothing. And I kind of said, well, I mean, really, it's just a dumb thing that I thought would be fun, funny to paint. And he's like, no, no, this is, this is what this means. <laughs> and I thought, and I, my kids were little at the time, very, very young. And they were at the show. And I remember thinking to myself, don't go pick up your kids. Don't let him know who your kid like he scared me
0: because
1: I thought this guy is banana. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, who who does that? Nah, that but guy. It, it's crazy uh, it people. It just fell into my natural paranoia, you know. Yeah.
0: And you're like, from now on, no faces on the internet.
1: No faces. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. So saying that, uh, I, I appreciate you sharing that story. That's wild. I'm sure you've ran into, you know, a handful of uh, let's just call them odd people. Uh,
1: Most people are okay. 99% of people that I run into or interact with are great. Um, but yeah, every once in a while you get somebody who's who's kind of uh, out
0: there in a, um, in a scary way. Yeah, and I think I think that happens to people that aren't artists as well. <laughs> I think that's just normal. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that's the luck of the draw, yeah. normal, life about 90, 99%. Um, yeah. So what I was getting to is I was trying to do research on you just – just in general, and you know, there's snippets here and there. One of the snippets that I that I saw, which I thought was kind of funny, is it said that you know you were uh, an art director. or, You know, your current title is a creative director, right? Um, yeah. But it said you secretly developed your style while doing that. Right. Um, was it a secret? Is that? It was the, a secret. That is this the secret? It was talking also about? a secret. <laughs>
1: I used to keep it a secret from my work that I was doing art because I didn't want people to think it's it's all of this was probably made up in my head and none of it was necessary, I'm sure. But at the time, it seemed very, very, very important to me to separate those two things. And so to people on the outside, I only wanted them to think of me as the artist guy and for people on the work side, I, I only wanted them to think of me as, um, as work guy. Right. I was just trying to keep those two worlds separate. And now I, I do look back because now I, everybody knows everybody. That when did right, it all
0: come better. crashing down?
1: Uh, probably about, um, probably about six years ago. I finally just realized like, ah, what am I doing? Who cares? <laughs> it's too knows. much work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I,
0: can't, I can't hang out with Gary and Stefan from art at the same time. You know, that's
1: right. That's right. Well, it doesn't hurt that I live in Chicago, so uh, I don't get to go to any artist parties usually. Uh-huh. Out in LA, that's the only—that's the only bad part about living in Chicago. I mean, you could,
0: but you got kids, and that's probably yeah, the, the one. That's true. Do you sell a lot of prints of your art?
1: I don't sell tons of prints. Um, I have a cool print out right now that, um, uh, that I love it actually. It's called Jaunt Demonic, and uh, Corey Helford Gallery has got that up on their print site. I is think that, it's called. Is that
0: the dot Is that the um, like dark bluish demon-looking guy?
1: Yeah. With yeah, the, with the faces on the elbows and whatnot.
0: Yeah, and he's got a uh, like uh, yellow, orange, exploding. Like a
1: sunburst yeah. coming from behind. Yeah. No, it's super
0: sick. It reminds me, um, like, it definitely has your obvious style, but it reminds me of, like, like Dante's Inferno style art. It's uh,
1: based on medieval. It's on, It's based on a very specific medieval drawing, which I can't tell you who did it. But I basically took a demon from some, you know, woodcut or whatever it was. Etching probably might have been your or somebody, sure, sure. But it, it, it was, um, I took that and just translated it in, into my style, and like what and thought, like, what would I do with this guy if, if he were a you know, no elbow having <laughs> no knees, trolling across the
0: landscape, no knuckles at all. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, is he a new character? Like, yeah,
1: I- yeah, that one's new. Um, which I do every once in a while. I'm painting a new one now. Um,
0: what are you working on it's now? Kind
1: of a, it's a, well, I'm painting for the blab show,
0: which is coming up, I which have is a question about that. So explain. Yeah. Tell me all about that.
1: Oh, uh, the blab show is, I, I absolutely love that show. It's, it's a group show. So you, you only usually do one or two pieces. Um, and they, and it's usually like 12 by 12. So you get a whole room full of just these squares. Right. Um, Monty Beauchamp, uh, uh, he he does Blab magazine, Blab World magazine, and that's that goes back forever, right? Um, when I first started, I was I I used to uh, uh, like I knew him, and I would always hit him up to try and get in Blab, okay? Because it it it's uh, it's basically an art book that if you you know I recognize that if I could get in there, it, 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 gives you a legitimacy, right? So, um, this was back in the early, early days, like 2004, 2005. And, uh, but if you can get, if you get yourself in blab, it, it makes, you know, it's, you're legitimate now. You're a real yeah. artist.
0: You did it. It's exposure, um,
1: exposure, all of that stuff. And he's, he's, um, you know, he was so great because he wouldn't, he made me wait for, a couple of years before you let me in there, but I'm so glad because he was wait. Cause when I started, like my style evolved over a period of like four years, mm-hmm. I would say at the beginning. Cause I just jumped in. I wasn't ready to be an artist. I just jumped in and, and, uh, I'm going all over the place, but I, yeah, I promise you. I'll get back
0: no, to you. No. I'm, I'm, I'm ringing it in. I'll ask you the questions about that in, in a second. When you finish this story
1: there, uh, so, um, my first show that i ever did uh was with was a was a two man show with ryan heshka who is an amazing amazing artist um a friend of mine but we uh uh he he asked the gallery owner if there was another uh, was somebody in it was a gallery in chicago and he asked if there was somebody in chicago he could show with because he 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 wanted to I think he was only interested in doing an amount of paintings that would like cover half the gallery. So the the gallery owner contacted me by surprise out of nowhere. I had never done a show before and I just said, yes, sure. So I just was like, okay, now I've got to paint a bunch of stuff for a show. I didn't know what I was doing. And so my early stuff was pretty crude, I guess. And getting back to the Blab thing, uh, I think Monty could see that uh, I had something going on, but he could also see that I wasn't quite there yet. So he made me wait a couple of years and keep working on my stuff. He,
0: Mr. Miyagi, do. What's that? He, Mr. Miyagi, yeah, Miyagi,
1: exactly, exactly. He's a, and uh, exactly, and I'm really grateful for that because then I feel like by the time he actually let me into a blab show and let me get into the magazine, um, I was I was ready by that time. Um, but come all the way back uh, that the show's got so many great artists in it like I don't even know I was just looking at like 30, 30.
0: yeah I have them right I think there's uh four tool artists on there um, you know Chet, yeah. Chet Zara's on there um, you uh, what's his name Brian uh, he did San Francisco's poster he's, he's in here somewhere uh, there's a ton of cool people uh, I'll post yeah. I'll post a picture of it when we put out the episode but um there yeah that, there's there's a time
1: That's usually a yearly show and and it's always a big deal and I I am not in it every year I can't always do it but I always want to so
0: Lori Nelson's going to be there hopefully um, Yeah. you know get well soon Lori <laughs> Ryan Mish Heska Heska right that's he, yeah. That's who you just referenced. Yeah. Tons of cool people. Oh
1: yeah, because he did a cool poster too. He had yeah. the, the the woman with the kind of uh, fins or whatever on her arm, like that kind of weird. Like yes, I mean, all of this stuff is weird. It's so great.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's there's, there's three or four of you guys right there. <laughs> um. Maybe even more that I don't remember remember their names right off the bat. I try to I try to keep all the tour artists in my brain, but there's 36 plus other tours. So, Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, there was a specific thing. So uh, to finish with Blab, it, it is, I want to say how you're explaining. It's almost like a, a gallery, but it's almost like a convention at the same time. Um,
1: well, it's, it's a partnership between, uh, Blab, which is the magazine, but, is also now just sometimes art shows like sometimes they take the art that's in the show and put it in a book sometimes it's just an art show
0: do you sell anything while you're there
1: oh yeah well i mean uh, the pieces are all for sale it's all it's like a regular gallery group show sure it's just that it's it's under the um, blab umbrella
0: i guess I, i think it's just an excuse for a bunch of talented artists to get together and get wasted
1: <laughs> basically
0: basically just let's get the most talented people together in one room and uh you know you know what you should get you, you have uh, have they ever done like a group painting
1: like where people co- uh, collab on something yeah i don't know they should do that
0: they should they they, 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 they should. really should uh <laughs> sorry um you have this painting that there was some interest online and the reason I'm interested in it is because somebody wrote that this was one of this was this painting called The Fool and a in a ravine. Um, do you know which one I'm talking about?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um it's a guy it's like kinda like a tarot card. The guy it's a it's a guy singing to the sun like this yeah, and yeah. walking like, walking off a cliff.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Online somewhere it said that uh y- and I don't know if this is true or not, I'm going to ask, but they said that you thought that that was your best work. Uh, um,
1: I did say something along those lines. Um, I think the reason, I think lately I've been getting more into fine details, but I've been trying to get in and do more like hidden details that people can find. And I, I just felt like in that one, I, I, I got the, optimal level of detail that I like
0: I can tell so the difference it feels
1: rich yeah. you know like there's a there's a texture to it that I I like I don't always nail it uh, the way I want to but in um, that one I felt like I did
0: now is I I don't want to sound like that crazy guy at one of your galleries or anything but uh, are there any hidden meanings in when you get more detailed do you find yourself like okay I know what this means, or is it just you just want to try it? Um,
1: no, there's hidden meanings in there, uh, but I'm yeah, I can't reveal them to you.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. They're, um, they're secret. All right.
1: My oh uh, well, one hidden thing in that painting—that's fun. That's my dog. Okay. Uh, that's see. my dog olives at the bottom, yeah. running along. <laughs> she was, I think uh, about five months old at the time. And I thought, well, I'm going to put her in this painting. And another thing about that particular painting is that it was the artwork that appeared on a deck of cards huh. um, called the, um, Oh shoot. What is, It's for Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know if you've ever played it. It's a magical artifact, right?
0: Okay.
1: And uh, Luke Gygax, the son of Gary Gygax, who invented the game Dungeons and Dragons, um, they, he was putting together a deck of many things with a bunch of different artists uh, for Gary GaryCon, and I, through another friend who connected me with Luke, I got I got the fool card, and so that painting is the image on the card.
0: That's awesome. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. Especially, yeah. uh, I know how serious some people take oh, Dungeons, yeah. of Dungeons and Dragons. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's pretty awesome. Uh, the other painting I really like is one of your more recent ones is um, the two trees with the lady in the middle, the dancing oracle.
1: Yeah. You know, that was, that's such a funny thing. And that's, okay. I have something to talk about with this one it's funny because I painted that painting that was in my, that was in this latest show. Um, all signs point to now. Also, it's a a big piece. It's like, well, for me, it's, I think three by three or four by four, I forget. Bigger though for me. And I, I painted it and I didn't like it. Huh? Uh, I didn't think it was good enough to put in the show, but I was like, I was under pressure and I was like, ah, I, I, I painted it. I let it sit around in my studio for weeks while I painted other stuff. And then I finally went back right before it was time to ship stuff off. And I redid all the colors. Like I I went back in and I, I repainted the background, all the backgrounds around everything. Um, to just trying to zhuzh it up a little bit. Sure. And I like the way it turned out, but it's, it's funny. There's a thing that happens where the pieces that I think are going to be the big ones that everybody wants, uh, that everybody's into, it doesn't always work out that <laughs> way. Like, I would say that painting, which has proved to be pretty popular amongst people who you know fo- follow me or whatever. It was probably my least favorite painting on that show.
0: Is it still your least favorite?
1: Mm, no, I, I like it. <laughs> I like it. But because I, I do think in the end, I got it to a point where, I mean, I wouldn't have put it in the show at all if I, if I didn't like it. But sure. I, I, and I did, so I got it to a point where I was like, okay, this is good. I like, I, I think it's good, but it, it's not my favorite.
0: What? And in, I'm not sure. What, yeah. All right. You're not sure what in particular it is?
1: Yeah, what is it? What what do you like about it? Or
0: um, again, um, just from going through your stuff, uh, I'm I'm trying to compare it to the to other things that I like as well. Um,
1: right, because the colors are slightly different. I was using slightly yeah. different reds and it's, brighter yellows and stuff, which gave it kind of a. Uh, RGB feel, I
0: think. Even the composition, I feel, is like a little bit different. Um, yeah. You have the two trees on the outside of her in the middle. Like, it almost looks like the other side of the coin to the tool poster, in my opinion. Yeah. The the two it's Very tree-
1: symmetrical.
0: Yeah, the two trees in the tool poster are kind of intertwined. They're bright colored. And, you know, it's kind of like this eerie, evil thing going on. And then this one, they're, they're disc they're un- untwined, but it's bright and they're darker. And yeah. there's an alive person who's dancing, and it's pink. And you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like it's it's the it's like stuff. a happy version. Yeah, yeah. Kinda. But uh, I I don't know. Just the contrast too between pinks and blues. I always really like. Um, the background is reminds me of the what is it? Vanilla sky. You know that term? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It's just cool. Huh? Thanks.
1: yeah no it's funny it is funny though that is a, that's a thing that um, other artists have told me or have expressed to me like in the past like that happens to them too where they the paintings that they like the best sometimes don't do as well and the ones that they are like okay whatever people really like them so you sometimes you hit a nerve and you're not sure I'm just why
0: tr- I'm trying to guess on which one you thought was going to be like the most popular one that maybe wasn't and the one that I'll let you, uh, well,
1: actually, I did get that right because I thought the tool one okay. would be probably <laughs> the hottest one, the hottest item. Um, and I think people did really like that one, yeah, uh, in this case. But I, um, there was one called Doom Tinkle that was it's a skeleton playing a xylophone, yep. uh, marching along a path. People really liked that one, I, I like that one, and then, um. There was a bunny, a sculpture that I did, a okay. uh, little yellow bunny. Uh, it's called um, Long-Armed Luck Rabbit or something like that. I forget. And people, there was a lot of, a lot of interest in that one.
0: And what does that mean, so, interest? Uh,
1: a lot of people wanting it, right? Like, uh, I, think there was a, I think there was a lot of competition to actually buy it because there's a pre-sale the way these shows work, the, okay. the, you, you know, you contact the gallery, they send you a list of, mm-hmm. of, of the artwork. And then there's a date where there's a presale and you can, you know, email them and uh, whoever's first or whatever can, can buy the pieces that they want. Um, so I think there was a, my understanding is that there was a lot of competition for
0: that. And my competition, I'm guessing like a bidding war, like I got,
1: Uh, not, no, they don't bid. There's a price. There's a set price. Uh, it's more just time timing, right? Like who gets their, their request in first.
0: Gotcha. 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 Um, and there's only one. There's only one. Yeah. Do you remember the first big painting that you sold where you're like, wait a second, somebody gave me this much money for something I created in my office. (laughs)
1: Well in terms of you mean like big in terms of like, oh, I could actually make some money, at some?
0: yeah, or if you, maybe you crossed that threshold from it being like a hobby to now i'm I a professional,
1: you know what I have painted so many paintings at this point i I can't remember what the first kind of big one would be i mean i when I first started, almost everything was small, like like this uh you know this size, sure. um. Cause that's all I could manage. You know, I didn't, yeah. like I said, I didn't know what I was doing. So I was just, I was just painting as fast as I could and, you know, just trying to get enough pieces to put in the show. Um, I, it's funny. I, I don't know the answer to that question.
0: Fair enough. Do you, too many things. could you always draw like throughout your whole life?
1: Kind of? Yes. Kind of. I, I've always had an aptitude for it, but I've always, like i said earlier i've always been inherently lazy so yeah i don't i don't sit around and draw in my spare time so what was your catalyst what's the catalyst
0: yeah for you to yeah, no 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 i mean like originally you're you're working a job and you you ought, you had to at one point decide okay i'm going to you say you're lazy so there, something had to get you to not be lazy cuz a lazy man doesn't make this many paintings <laughs>
1: I was, there was a moment, there were probably a couple of moments like this, but I do remember one distinct moment. I was living in Warsaw, Poland at the time, uh, for my job. I I, I lived there for a couple of years and I got an issue of some art magazine. I'm blanking on which one it was. And, um, and, uh, there was a Camille Rose Garcia painting in there. And I, and I, I remember looking at that and I, I've just, I've always loved her stuff so much. And I, I I remember looking at that and thinking, I could, I could paint, I could, I could do this. I could, I could, you know, why don't I do this? This is, this is what I want to do. So I, I did, I, I sat down and I, I painted something and I showed a friend of mine who was also working over there at the time. He was like, yeah that's not very good.
0: <laughs>
1: it was really bad' Because, <laughs> you know you have to like, I didn't know what I was doing at all
0: he said don't quit your don't quit your day job travis
1: don't quit your day job uh yeah no he that's essentially what he said, but in a bad way that time um so I sucked when I started, and it took probably from that time it probably took three years before um wow. before I actually like put something in the show
0: hmm. so um, and
1: can, originally I thought I would just be an illustrator. Sure. Right.
0: So, and as an illustrator, that would do, somebody again, working in corporate stuff or doing like, I don't know, comic books or posters or just like, uh, anything
1: really like, sell, you know, um,
0: logos and yep.
1: all, not logos so much that's more designer, but, um, you know, um, I did a lot of editorial work, uh, for bicycle magazine. There used to be magazines. They were made out of paper. Huh. And I've, I've, heard of these. I've heard of these. Yeah, yeah, they'd have like words in them and stuff and pictures. I used to words? do this for bicycle magazine, um, all things um, golf magazine or golf <laughs> digest or something. I did a lot of work for them. It's funny, but I had several other clients like that, and then you know just um, like uh, product stuff or um, album covers or whatever it is. You know that kind of stuff.
0: How many other album covers have you done?
1: Um, not too many. And some of them were uh, existing art. Gotcha. Uh, but I did one for the pauses. Okay. Uh, a band who I think is based in Florida now.
0: I'm going to look. Them are, up.
1: They're still kicking around. They're still doing stuff. Um, but they they got me, uh, asked me to do a CD Six panel thing, which I which I made look like a children's book. Um, That's awesome. It's pretty. It turned out cool. I was very happy with it. So that that was fun. They ended up making a record of you know of it too. I also did another one. This was using existing art for um, ghosts and vodka. Um, I just happened to have a painting that had ghosts and vodka in it. I think was one of the reasons they <laughs> they wanted me. Uh, But, uh, so, so I've done that, but not, not too many album covers.
0: Do you collect other artists stuff at all?
1: Yes, I do.
0: Um, um, other than Camille Rose Garcia, who else influences you? Who else do you like? Um, and do you ever feel uh, like a competitive nature?
1: No, not competitive at all. And here's why I, the, the, the artists that I really like are all much better than me. (laughs) They're all much better painters than me. Right. Uh, um, Camille, Camille Rose Garcia, um, uh, Ryan Heschka, who I mentioned before, uh, um, he's a, he's a good friend of mine, but I'm a big fan. Um, uh, who else? Um, you know, I've always loved Gary Baseman's stuff. Um, Brandy Milne, I'm a big fan. Um, you know, I've got some pieces of hers. We I, many, many years ago. Um, uh, there was a kind of a trading thing going on between artists, and we, we traded some work. And I've always loved that stuff. Um, yeah. So there's artists like that. That I, I mean, I don't. Ironically, I I don't. I don't go out and spend millions of dollars on stuff. You know, like I'm I'm not yeah, like who
0: can. <laughs> I mean, people. Well, some, yeah, some, Harry, people some people can. Some people can. I can. I think so that's why. Expensive. That's why I buy tool posters. They may they're on this yeah. expensive level, but you still get like really cool art from artists that uh, yeah. um, aren't five thousand dollars <laughs> or seventy thousand yeah. dollars. Exactly. Um, how often do you paint stuff outside of your style? Like, do you ever... Experiment? Outside of my style? Yeah, like, do you ever experiment with uh, elbows and knees?
1: <laughs> oh, no, God, never. Are you well, kidding me? But you know what I mean. Elbows? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't really... I don't do stuff outside of my style, partly just because there's no time. I don't have time to sure. do that. It's not that I wouldn't, because there's other styles I love, you know, that I... But, you know, you... I... I very intentionally develop my own style, I guess, sure. in order to be, to have a, a voice, you know, to differentiate from other artists. And so my goal is to always try to make my own style a little better, uh, evolve it over the years, just little by little. You, you probably wouldn't notice Oh, I notice. Um, unless you look at very early stuff compared to very now, right now stuff, you probably wouldn't notice, but it's, it's been changing over the years.
0: I went, uh, I went through your entire Instagram. <laughs> um, so, and, and just with that, I don't know if how far that back goes back, but, uh, uh, specifically the, what's the demon one called again? Uh, the
1: John demonic.
0: Yeah. John demonic. Yeah. To me, just from early, what I consider early on your Instagram to that, I mean, it's like you said, detail, um, yeah. It just feels full. It feels really full and and substantial. I don't know. Describing well, art. Describing art is is always awkward for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Um, well, when I started, when I very, very first started, my stuff was pretty crude by my own estimation. So, um, so that's my focus. Really, it's not. It's not trying to. Although I think any artistic endeavor is worth it if you can spend the time to do it because it'll make you better at other stuff. Um, you know, um, a big uh, honestly that, that, that crosses over some too, because, um, a big part of my, a big part of my art is the, you know, posting and I write little captions about stuff Yeah, or little dumb stories about stuff. But part of that is because of my job, I, I write funny stuff all day long every day, right? We're, we're coming up with funny ideas for commercials and stuff. And so I, I, I've had practice over the years of like,
0: you know. Especially, on, you see it especially on your Twitter. Like if you go through your Twitter. Yeah. Because um, yes. on Instagram, you don't see the comments right away. You know, you don't see the yes. little quips. But uh no, they're funny. I'm like this guy's a gangster.
1: <laughs> I have I have fun. I have, I amuse myself.
0: I got a couple more questions. I won't take up too much more of your time. Um, okay. You made this cool like uh, picture box thing, uh, almost like oh yeah, it was like two different levels, and it's almost like a flip book, but on two. Di-
1: That's a company called Flipbook It. Okay. And they did a show, if I'm remembering this right. They did a show where how did this work? Or maybe they just asked me to do one. I honestly don't remember now if it was a show or if they just asked me to do one as a as an example of some kind. But um, but yeah, they kind of developed that. You know, it's yeah. it was existing technology, sure, but they sure. made it in a way where you could buy it and do one of your own. It was super so, cool. It
0: it almost felt like that was 120 years old. Um.
1: Well, I that's the other thing I get from my job is that I, I have to know how to do Photoshop and I use Photoshop every day in my job. Well, not so much every day anymore, but I've, I've used Photoshop a lot over the years. And so I would, I took a painting of mine and uh photoshopped all of the frames. Okay. Like the leg movement and the, you know, the, the, the background going by and everything and made an animation out of that. So, um, you know, and I put filters on there to make it feel older. Yeah. So that's
0: how that happened. Again, okay. so working with uh, Photoshop, do you ever do your personal art digitally?
1: No. Uh, I, I have a lot of respect for digital artists who are, who are very good. And, you know, there's beautiful stuff out there that you look at, and sometimes you can't even tell it's digital. Yeah. Um, I, I see it as a tool. It's just not the tool that I like to use for my own personal art. I I, I like to have a thing that I can hold in my hands. At the end of it, like an artifact. Sure. Um, that's a big part of it for me. So,
0: so yeah. Have you heard anything about this artificial intelligent art? I I messed around with it recently. I just did a couple it's, of things. It's banana. What do you think, dude? It's not kind of banana. <laughs> like. I, I did some random thing yesterday, just, uh, alien, something or other yeah. style detail, whatever, you know, the, my journey, I think it's called or whatever the, the little discord. And I guess my question is, so again, I would love, like I'm talking to all these artists. I would love to learn how to paint. And yeah. I think I get caught up on like, is one of the questions I talked to you about earlier is, how do you just start like an, like an idea? And you, you said sketches and mm-hmm. I'm wondering if this would be a good tool or if it's cheating to use it as a baseline of like, okay, this is kind of what I like. I, maybe I can start there and then paint my own shit. Um,
1: um, I think that's valid. You know, I, it's well, I guess I feel I'm, I'm of two minds about it. I do feel like it's cheating.
0: Yeah, in me, a too. Way. <laughs> me too. But it's yeah.
1: more like cheating yourself, right? Because sure. you you're letting a randomness or you know AI intelligence do the hard work for you and figure out. You're not learning how to do all those textures and stuff on your own. Um, you're letting it figure those things out for you. But at the same time, maybe it that could be a stepping stone to something else that genuinely is. Creative. Sure. So I wouldn't rule it out. Um, I don't think I would use it for that. Uh, well, you know what it could do is it could give you a certain feel that you want to go for. That that I think is
0: valid. Agreed. Um I know I haven't messed up with it too much. I know a lot of people that are not a lot, but I I've heard of people who are using it and then like I said, is it cheating yourself? Probably. (laughs) Uh, well,
1: and there's no skill, there's no skill involved unless you consider thinking of different descriptive, descriptive words of skill. You know what
0: I mean? A hundred percent agree. Um, at the same time we live in a new world. (laughs) Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I, I think part, part of my, my thing is, and I don't really have an excuse because of you now, but I, you know, I work 50 hours a week, yada, yada, anything that can help, I think would, is a good tool as long as your end product is all you, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. but, uh, cause again, I know artists that have done, I won't name names, but I have done really big stuff. I mean, they can yeah. make something that sells for millions of dollars in 30 seconds by adding a couple of filters and you're like, damn, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, where, you know, Uh, where's the line is all, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Where's the
1: line? Yeah. You know, it's, I, I'm not a curmudgeon. I'm not like, uh, not like, uh, Oh, the world's going to hell, you know, whatever. It's like, I'm fascinated by it. I think it's cool. I just wouldn't use it for my own personal art, but, but, you know, I've seen things that, uh, like my girls did one, um, the other day we were messing around with it. On um, what's the app? Um, Discord. Yeah, there's a Discord channel where you can do it. I think that's
0: the only place you can do it.
1: (laughs) Is it? Okay, yeah, Yeah, I I wasn't sure, but we were messing around with it, and they 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 combined like tentacles, cake, and Sweden, and they got (laughs) back the most beautiful, the most beautiful, like weird cakes on these like. Colorful background. It was so cool. Yeah. And I thought, well, you know what? Like you said, you could look at that and go, oh, I, I kind of want to do art that feels like that. I mean, honestly, exactly. like I looked at something someone else made and got inspired by that. Sure. Well, I guess why not? Right.
0: No offense, man. You got inspiration from Steamboat Willie. So you know well
1: see that's the thing it's like absolutely there there's a lot of artists who have this similar um you know inspiration right junkyard la sure. uh has got kind of an aesthetic like that um camille rose garcia is inspired yep. by you know old yeah, time and stuff sure. like that it, it, and uh it's exactly like you say how do you make it your own and for me it was um i took more than i took more than one inspiration and kind of mashed them together And then I found distinctive elements, like very intentionally, the noses, for one thing, that's kind of my signature thing, I guess, if there's anything. And and some of my colors that I use, but uh, you just have to, if I were giving advice to an artist or somebody who wanted to be an artist, just, you know, find that thing that when people look at it, they go, oh, that is a Travis Lampy." That's how, how I know.
0: It's got the teeth, the nose, and no elbows.
1: And no elbows. Never.
0: No elbows. Never an elbow. The teeth and the nose.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, Well, thank you so much um, for coming on. This was awesome. (laughs) It really was.
1: Well, thanks for having me. And I'm totally stealing your windsock idea. I'm going to do that.
0: Uh, Please show it to me uh, later. (laughs) Uh, I'll give you credit. Thanks. Uh, I got one other question before you go. Uh okay. are you a tool fan?
1: Yes. I am a tool fan. I, I have fallen off of uh music in my like in general. old age. <laughs> well, I don't I don't I listen I normally listen to podcasts while I paint. Me too. But uh I started listening to them back in uh ninety four ish, ninety three, ninety four when Undertow yeah. came out forget the exact year but um that's about right just love 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 their music and it's it's funny because it's not a style that i normally listen to right but uh love that album the videos i think really drew me in too and uh adam adam jones did all yeah, the yeah. animation
0: stuff. yeah
1: it's insane i i love that stuff <laughs> um so yes i am a fan i i one time got punched really hard at a Tool concert. <laughs> so that was great. It didn't diminish my love for them. Um, I think they're I think.
0: really unique. Yeah, 100%. Do you have favorite song? Um, or, uh, sorry, a better question. When you think of them, what's the first song that comes into your head?
1: Probably Sober from that yeah. album. Sure. Um, It's I probably like a, kind of a stock answer, but I, I love that. But I kind of... Yeah, that's my answer. Fair Although, enough. really, I, I just like the whole, I like the whole album. Yeah. Right? Everything on of it is good, so. And their new album is great, too.
0: No, it's it's super good. Would you do yeah. another Tool Poster?
1: Um, yes. <laughs> you know where I am, Adam.
0: Right? Well, uh, do me a favor. Um, Tell everybody where they can find you. Um, do the whole plug thing and, Yeah. Oh gosh.
1: Yeah. So you can normally where you're going to find my stuff is, uh, on Instagram. That's where I post all the time and Twitter. I always, you know, copy it to there. Uh, that's just, uh, at Travis Lampy, all one word. Um, I have a website that I haven't updated in, you know, 12 years. It's Travis <laughs>
0: I looked for it. It didn't even come up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, tra- it's just my name, Travis Lampy, all one word.com. Um, but I need to update that. Um, but yeah, social
0: media. That's where you can find me almost always. Well, again, Travis Lampy, thank you so much. Um, Thanks for having me. This was I so really fun. fun. Yeah, this was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was a little nervous before this. I, I always get a little nervous and then you start talking to somebody and you're like, all right, he's a nice guy. Thanks. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I'm intimidating.
0: Uh, I get it. Ew. Hey, Gary. <laughs> Spiral Out podcast is produced by me, your host, Chris West, edited by me, researched by me, Uh, everything is pretty much just done by me, Uh, go to our website, spiraloutpod.podbean.com, follow us on Instagram at spiral underscore out underscore pod, Facebook, spiral out podcast, and again, if you want to see some of the images associated with this episode, click the link in the show notes, and It'll take you there. Again, thank you for listening. Spiral out. Pod dismissed. Wait, that's another show.